You're listening to Small Steps for Big Goals, the podcast for the heart-centered, highly sensitive business owner. I'm your host, Kate Carter, mindset coach and business mentor. And after three years of coaching and mentoring clients, what I know to be true is small steps lead to big results. If you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the information out there, and you know you're ready to go deeper and find out what really is going to support you to move your business forward, then come and join us each week as we delve into an aspect of mindset, energy and strategy which is going to support you in seeing those big results. I'm so excited to delve into this with you, so come and join us. Hello and welcome to Small Steps for Big Goals. I hope that the start of the week has been a good one for you so far or whenever you're listening to this. We actually have sunshine, which is amazing. So it feels like summer is on its way. I'm enjoying the vitamin D and I'm loving the fact that when I go and pick my daughter up this afternoon, I won't need to wear a coat. Isn't that? I mean, talk about small wins. That is my win for today. So what I want to talk about today is why coaching highly sensitive business owners is different to other coaching styles. This is something I've seen to be true over the last three years. And the more that I master my own skill in coaching, the more I see the differences. And I kind of want to bring this conversation to the forefront because I think different people need different things. And there is a lot of loud marketing in a certain way for coaching. And that really appeals to the more extroverted. And that's really, really good. I love having that out there. I think that's such a beautiful thing. But there is such thing as the quiet rebel, which a lot of my clients really resonate with. Me too. There's a lot of empaths. There's a lot of highly sensitive people. There's a lot of introverts who aren't necessarily the loudest, but they still want to be taking the action and they still want to be moving their business forward. And sometimes they need something a little bit different to the more extroverted clients out there. And I really love working with highly sensitive entrepreneurs. I think because I am one myself, it makes it easier for me to understand where they're coming from and to also really kind of pull them back when when it's needed. So I really want to talk about what I see to be true for highly sensitive people, how they work slightly differently, what that shows up like in our businesses and possibly your business too, And then you can use this information to support you when you next want a coach or if you want a mentor, you can use this as evidence to be really kind of particular in what type of support you're looking for. Rather than being led down the everybody's doing this particular coaching, everybody's getting this particular support, you can really be more discerning in what you're looking for. So first of all, what I know to be true is highly sensitive people, there is a need for depth. There is a need for understanding. There is a need for really tapping into emotion and feeling. So most highly sensitive people I know are very switched on to how they feel, very switched on to how other people feel around them, very switched on to what different events trigger different emotions in themselves and other people. Huge strength there. But can also, with everything, if we go too far the other way, it can also bring bring problems. So one of the things I've really had to master as a coach here when I'm coaching highly sensitive people is using that as a strength, going into the detail if they want to, going into the depth, because I think that's a beautiful thing. So questions like, how do you want that to feel? 
what would it feel like if we did this? So there's a lot of talking around the emotion there so that they can get really clear on their next steps. Because what I found to be true so often is that as highly sensitive people, we want to we want to really tap into that emotion and we will use that in order to move ourselves forward. So questions around that can be incredibly powerful and it can get them thinking really deeply about a specific strategy. We can always use forward pacing as well. So how would that feel in the future? And that can also bring up some mindset problems or mindset blocks if they are there when we are talking from that point of view because it it enables them to switch on to something that they feel very comfortable talking about however it has been also a skill that I've had to develop when a client goes too far down the emotional deep thinking route where it becomes more of an issue than a support so an an example might be I'm just going to bring one off the top of my head here If we are talking through a strategy about consistency, about posting, for example, on social media, and I've got a client who wants to talk about whether they should post five times or three times a week, for example, and I can see that they're thinking about this in so much depth that it's actually stopping them from taking the action, which is then going to support them in getting the clients. Does that make sense? And so it's my job here to kind of pull them back and go, right, okay, Is the level of emotion here needed? Can we bring ourselves back to a neutral perspective here and look at this neutrally and think, what are the pros and cons for five times a week? What are the pros and cons for three times a week? And then make a decision and take action. So there is a real fine balance here between supporting them in what they love, which is that depth, and then also bringing them back to a neutral perspective when the emotion side of things takes over and they want to go down a bit of a rabbit hole. And it stops them from taking action. So that's what I've seen to be so true over the last three years. The other bit that I've seen to be so true is where they put themselves into their prospective client's shoes, which again, a wonderful, beautiful thing. I think that's why highly sensitive people make amazing coaches and therapists, because we have this ability to be able to be aware of how things might be taken or how things might be perceived. But again, as with most things, there is the flip side of that when it gets too far. And I'm going to give an example of a client conversation I had a couple of weeks ago, which is where my client had posted on social media and somebody had commented underneath. And we had a look at the comment. My client's sort of take on it was, it looks like she really wants to talk more about how I can help her, but I don't want to come across as annoying I don't want to come across as pushy I don't want to upset her so I just left it um and actually we talked about the difference between not taking action because we're worried about upsetting the other person we're worried upset about upsetting them worried about pushing them etc versus having a perspective of how I can best serve that person that's in front of me And there's a slight shift between the two. One of them is actually coming from the perspective of, I don't want to upset them. I don't want to push them. Whereas the other one is, how can I support them? And 
even though it is just a slight shift, it can make a huge difference on how we approach a certain situation. So in this situation, we talked about how she might have taken that conversation, which was quite public, into a more private conversation and said, thank you so much for commenting on my post. I can see it really resonated with you. Is there something that I can support you with? Or is, would you like to talk about this in more detail? Just so that she's got that space to navigate or to explore the post in more detail and what that brought up for her. That, in a way, is a much more supportive container than just ignoring the comment altogether just because we were worried that we would upset them. So I hope that kind of makes sense. And I think this is so true for all of us who are heart-centered and and do tend to be highly sensitive, is that we don't want to become across as pushy because we don't want to upset the person. We don't want to to make them feel that they have to do something or or they need to do something. And in this situation, if you're feeling like this at any time, I would just kind of encourage you to shift here and think about, okay, if I was best supporting that person, what would they need from me? And think about it in terms of that instead, because I think that can really support us as highly sensitive entrepreneurs to move us forward. And then some of the things that I've seen that we don't do in my kind of coaching container because of the clients that I serve, which are highly sensitive. So we generally don't do live launching. That's not to say I never do it. And that's not to say that my clients never do it. But we don't do it as often because it's too much on the nervous system. And so we have different posts that go out at different times with a pattern of different things that my clients would like to promote, whether that be their one-on-one services or group program. It's not necessarily a live launch with lots and lots of stress around it. It's much more of an evergreen open launch. So that's one thing I've really noticed that has really reduced. And that's been a lot kinder on my clients' nervous systems. And they've got a huge amount out of it. And actually, the clients that I'm thinking of, especially in the last year, who have doubled their clients because they've removed live launching from their strategy has been huge. Again, that's not for everybody, but I just think for highly sensitive people, it's definitely been one of the things that's changed. The other thing we don't do in the coaching container, in my coaching container, is we don't do scripts. We don't do step-by-step processes. We don't do frameworks because it goes against what my clients want, which is for the most part, they want that depth. They actually want to understand themselves in a lot more detail. They want to understand their strengths and their values, and they want to use that as their grounding, as their self-trust, as their confidence in order to go out and do things that they want to do themselves. Because even though they are highly sensitive, most of them, as I said earlier, are a bit of a quiet rebel. They don't want to be doing something the same as everybody else. They do want to be doing things their own way. Um, And so it would be so easy for me, as I am now in my coaching business, so easy for me to produce a free step-by-step guide or a program about scripts or crikey emails and things like that. But I don't do it because that's not actually what my clients want or need from me. What they actually want, they want the depth, they want the understanding of themselves. They want that self-trust. They want that confidence so that they can actually stand in their own truth and then using that to propel themselves and their business forward rather than relying on surface level step-by-step processes and frameworks. And that isn't to say, again, that those aren't useful for a lot of people. 
but it's not something that I've seen that highly sensitive people really latch onto. They may have downloaded them in the past and found that they hadn't worked. And then with working together with me, we've realized actually what they need is the depth. They need to go deeper into the strategies and their own values and their strengths rather than just using a framework and then applying it to their business. And then the last thing I've really seen is a difference between the way that I coach and the way that others is their ways in marketing. So you will hear a lot of people saying, well, do reels or do videos and things like that. Actually, what I found to be true, and I'm going to say 99% of my clients over the last three years has said that they love writing, that they love writing because it allows them to go into more detail. It allows them to process. It allows them to go away and think about it and then come back and improve. And again, this really ties up with what I was talking about earlier, that need for depth, that need for processing, that need for understanding. And they can really go to town and they can really produce some amazing writing. So I've got one client at the moment who has had an article written in a magazine. I myself am a published author. I've got another one who writes blogs. So writing is definitely something that highly sensitive people on the whole, again, not everybody, but on the whole can really get on board with because it appeals to them as a person. And so they like the writing. So we use that as their strength. Okay, so you don't have to do reels. You don't have to do videos. How can you enhance the bits that you do like and use that in your marketing so that you do want to show up time and time again? So you don't want to burn your business down after about three months. So as I said, most of my clients write blogs. They write articles for magazines. They do spend a lot of time if they do do social media posts on those actual posts. They might do carousel posts rather than a video or a reel. And that is absolutely fine. And I think, again, going against the norm, being a bit of a quiet rebel, all of these fit in with the type of people that I coach. And so I really wanted to bring that to your attention today, just so that you can see if there's anything there that resonates with you. That oh, actually, yeah, I do find myself thinking in too much detail to the stage where I don't take action. Great information to know, because that means then that you can have that perspective. Oh, okay, how can I bring some neutrality here so that I can take some action so that I can make a decision? And how can I use my strengths of going into detail in a different place that actually requires me to think about things in more detail. And then that piece about the other person, when you're trying to not upset the person in front of you, how can we shift that into thinking? How can I best serve the person in front of me? What do they need from me right now? And then those bits that I've just spoken about before, so the reducing and launching or no launching at all, um, having your own voice rather than following scripts and frameworks and processes more writing, less video, less reels. How can you use some of those if that resonates with you in your own business right now? And normalizing that that's okay and also giving you permission to do things your way. So I really wanted to bring that to the forefront so that hopefully you feel like you've got some permission there to do things your way. And if you are thinking, actually, that is the kind of support I need. I need somebody who understands that I do think things in a lot of detail. And sometimes that's a great thing. And sometimes that's not really helpful. Then get in touch. I have got a lot of things going on at the moment that I would love, love, love for you to be aware of. So we have Soul for Solace this month coming up. 
it will be available when this comes out. So May's Soulful Solace is all about money, especially as highly sensitive people, how we receive it, how we spend it, how we invest it. So that is Soulful Solace for May. So if you're interested, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's only £11. It's there. You've got a video, some journal prompts, some meditation. It's just a lovely way just to give yourself a ritual each month. Reflect on May and set your intentions for June. And I also have the group coaching call that's brand new. And this, like I said, last podcast episode has come off the back of having conversations with people in my Facebook group who really wanted that personalized support without the high ticket offer. And so if you're interested, I think we've got four places left at the moment that I'm recording this. Please let me know if you're interested. So it's one coaching call per month. You get one content reviewed per month. There's a Facebook group so you can support each other and you can ask questions in between sessions. And this is £30 a month. So it's a membership, £30 a month. Come and join us if that feels like your thing. And then if you do want that really intimate one-to-one support, then come and get in touch. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can start that conversation with me. I promise you, I will tell you if I don't think we're a good fit. I really do support highly sensitive entrepreneurs more so than anybody else. So if I don't think you fit into that, I know lots of coaches who I can signpost you to. So lots and lots of ways that I would love, love, love to support you. If you've got any questions or if you've got any takeaways from this podcast, I would love to hear you. So DM me in Instagram, Facebook, or email me. Okay, I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this week's podcast with me, Kate Carter. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this show, then please leave a review. Every month, I will pick a winner for a free 50-minute coaching session with me. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast, then please share and help me reach more new entrepreneurs who could benefit from learning their own small steps to take.